Are you on the verge of burnout? Is stress ruining your love for dentistry? Are you working too hard for the money you're bringing home? If you're ready to kick the Sunday night blues to the curb, come to Dallas April 27th through 29th of 2022. Our Mission Possible Case Acceptance Super Conference, our flagship event, is something you don't want to miss. For more information and to register, just click the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries. My name is Amy and I am a personal practice coach for the Brady Group. I've been in your shoes and I have the pleasure of working with several dental practices across the globe. You know what I've discovered? Everybody has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. Today, I'm gonna to be addressing how we can approach a schedule that's fallen apart due to COVID. So many of you are coming off of your best year ever. 2021 set a new standard and you know now halfway through January, some of you are experiencing quote unquote Omicron schedule <laughs> with the new variant. Not only are a lot of practices finding themselves shorthanded, but short on the schedule as well. So let's talk about what we can do. Um, let's say you're looking at next week and find that the schedule has a ton of openings or maybe this week, maybe tomorrow. Well, there are a lot of systems and processes that I'm going to share with you today that'll help prevent that from happening. But first, you want to make sure you're in the right frame of mind. So first of all, let's look at this situation. Is your schedule mediocre truly because of COVID? Okay, I want you to do a, a reality check. I want you to be honest with yourself. Instead of jumping on the bandwagon just because maybe your systems are mediocre, inconsistent, uh, or you know, just because COVID is a, an easy scapegoat, want to make sure that um, you know you've got things in order aside from COVID. Okay, I'm not saying that it isn't a real issue for some of you, but I want to make sure that we're not slapping a bandaid on something that really is is a whole different issue. So hold that thought. Um, but for some of you who really truly um other than this COVID issue have have done fantastic let's talk about what we can do so number one let's not panic and it's so easy to react out of fear and especially if you were on top of the world in 2021 after dealing with 2020 um you're thinking oh my gosh here we go again well first of all take a deep breath and realize that what you see today tomorrow or even this week is not going to define your entire month I've seen a mediocre cycle or month redeemed in one single day, one afternoon, several times. <laughs> the dentistry is out there, guys. It's not that you have nothing to do. It's not that you don't have patience. It's not that, you know, diagnosis opportunity isn't there. It's just being redistributed because of this illness. Okay? You're not going to miss out. So, you know, first of all, don't panic. Second thing is focus on those things that you have control over and make a plan. We can't control patients getting sick. You can't control your, your hygienist's entire family being sick. Okay, so in your morning huddle, discuss what you have within your control today that will result in a favorable outcome, okay? Maybe you work on your marketing plan. Maybe you work on your skills and fine tune your communication with patients. Uh, you know, there are a lot of things we can do that maybe aren't necessarily going to uh, result in immediate gratification but uh, there are things that are going to feed next month and the month after and so on. 
So the third thing is think big picture, because see, at the end of the day, it's not just about, you know, panicking and throwing in whatever you can, just so you have a, a full schedule. See, that's kind of a uh, false sense of security. So what can we accomplish today with the patients right in front of us that uh, will serve us well? You know, we've got to realize that the patients that are on your schedule, if they've taken time to call you, schedule an appointment and actually show up, chances are they want something and it's our job to find out what they really want. See, <laughs> um, we kind of take for granted what it takes for a patient to come in. And I, I was talking to a practice yesterday and they said, well, the only thing we have on our schedule today is some recare. You know, a lot of those have canceled and a bunch of emergencies. That's all we have. <laughs> I said, what a great opportunity. That's amazing. So let's figure out what we can do with those emergencies. So, you know, all patients want teeth that look nice, they're pain-free and they last uh, forever. Misconception that we have sometimes is that those patients don't want dentistry. Okay. Well, that's true. They may want a quick fix. They may want something inexpensive, but here's the thing. Stop focusing on the process. Stop focusing on um, making assumptions over, you know, what your patients may or may not want and focus on the benefits that the dentistry that you provide actually offers. See, people don't want to buy your crowns. I'm sorry to tell you, they, they don't want to spend money on your crowns or your implants or your scaling and root planing. They don't want to buy those things. You know what? They do want to invest in the benefits that those things provide. They want teeth that feel good. They want teeth that function well. They want to be able to chew. They want uh, to be able to smile for pictures and not be embarrassed. They want to keep their teeth. They don't want to go through the, the process of losing teeth. And so let's make sure we're focusing on the benefits and not the process. See, I, I had somebody else the other day say, so what do we do when um, a patient needs a crown yet they want another filling? I said, well, first of all, who's talking about crowns versus fillings? We should be asking questions about what kind of a solution the patient wants. How long do they want this uh, restoration to last? How nice do they want it to look? How many times do they want to have to work on that tooth again? Okay, those are the kinds of questions we should be asking. How important is it for them to save money long-term? Because we know if they do the, uh, more uh, comprehensive restoration now, they're not gonna have to redo it again in a couple of years or next month, you know? And, and so stop focusing on the process and the options and instead focus on the benefits that those things offer. See, if, if you feel like you're getting resistance when you start talking about uh, comprehensive dentistry, it's often because your patient may feel like you're trying to sell them, okay? Um, and trying to, uh, Tell them, you know, you, you need this, you need that, you need a crown. Well, can't you just do another filling? <laughs> okay. um, or maybe it's patients coming in just for their, their cleaning. And um, in some cases, we jump right into, well, you've got, um, you know, some cracked teeth and you're going to need to do something about it. Well, they're not bothering me. <laughs> um, why haven't you told me about this before? You know, we need to stop telling patients um, what, uh, what we feel that they need. We can't create value for patients. Saw this Facebook post the other day. How do we create value for patients? Well, you don't, <laughs> you don't, you find out what they value 
And then you build a plan that's based on those benefits that they're seeking. How do you find that out? Well, ask them. What's most important to you when it comes to your teeth? Why is it important for you to get your teeth cleaned today? You come in every six months, which is awesome. Why, why is there value in, in uh, being so consistent for you? Other than a cleaning, how can we best help you today? How proactive do you wanna be when it comes to your teeth? See, sometimes we hit a wall um, with responses that patients give us. Maybe you're asking questions, um, you know, in the Brady Group doctors, we are trained, uh, we train our, our doctors and team members to ask a lot of open-ended questions and to listen really, really well, because what they found is that by, by putting the patient in that role and allowing them to be part of the process of coming up with the solutions, they end up diagnosing this, the same comprehensive dentistry, but they have much higher case acceptance. Okay, but if you're asking questions, but you're not experiencing that, maybe you're asking the wrong type of questions. Maybe you're asking things like, um, is anything bothering you? Or, um, you know, anything hurting? Anything sensitive? Do you have any problems? Any concerns? See, we're bringing the focus to problems, concerns, and pain. And if the patient says, nope, everything feels fine, then uh, you know, then we've got a challenge, then we have hit a wall. So let's make sure we're not asking those types of questions. So what if you hear the patient say something like, well, nothing's hurting right now. I would say that is fantastic. I'm so glad you're not experiencing any pain yet. It's no fun to have any kind of uh, dental pain or problems. How interested in you are, are you in preventing those types of issues? If we were able to sit down and come up with a plan that's gonna prevent issues and pain down the road, is that something you'd like our help with? Okay. Maybe you hear, my feelings are fine. I've had them for 20 years and they're still holding up. I would say, wow, it sounds like you have gotten your money's worth. That is wonderful. How long are you expecting those feelings to last? Okay, that may open up some conversation. I'm fine right now. I just want my teeth cleaned. We may hear that quite a bit. We can definitely do that for you. How do you see us helping you down the road? Okay, again, sometimes you just need to get your patients out of the present because if they can look down the road away from the current time and money constraints that they feel, it's a lot easier for them to come up with uh, or open up and talk about what's most important to them. Um, so the other thing is make sure you don't miss these opportunities right in front of you. I think we're so distracted sometimes when the patients or when the practice is a little bit slow and our, our schedules slow down a little bit or we have some cancellations. So we start panicking and we start throwing in just anything and everything and put out fires by being reactive. And when we do that, we miss the opportunity right in front of us. We actually create more work for ourselves by not being present. So today is your best opportunity to fill the schedule. Let's talk about, again, sort of just uh, summarizing how we can make the most of that opportunity today. Number one, focus on the patient right in front of you. Even if you have one patient all day long, <laughs> don't interrupt that current interaction to answer the phone, to check another patient out, or to tend to anything that is not pertinent to that patient. In uh, the clinical setting, um, you know, don't throw a bunch of stuff in there. Don't focus on simply just the emergency. Uh, let's make sure that you're having some good conversations. You know what's wonderful about the schedule sl slowing down is you all of a sudden have unexpected white space where you can have some great conversations with your patients. 
Okay, take advantage of that. Don't waste that opportunity. Now, I'm going to kind of uh, reflect back a little bit to the comment I made at the beginning of this uh, conversation. You may have some issues that have nothing to do with the COVID cancellations that need attention. Okay, one of those might be the way you schedule. In the Brady Group, we have what we call um, perfect day scheduling, block scheduling. Uh, we call it our patient reservation system. Basically, it is providing a template where you uh, schedule the same way, schedule to goal every single day. And if you don't have a template like that in place, you probably ought to look at, at doing that. Set your, your goal. If you don't have a daily goal, um, set one that's meaningful, that makes sense based on your overhead, based on uh, you know what you hope your revenue uh, can be. We actually have a system and a uh, formula within the Brady Group that we provide to our members that is based on team costs because that is really the only uh, major part of your overhead expense, okay? That is the most significant part of your overhead. Your team is the most important part of your overhead, um, but that is, is what our formula is based on. So that's how we instruct our doctors to set their goals, is uh, based on that break-even point, set a goal that's higher than that. That makes sense. So if you have that goal and you set up a template based on achieving your daily production goal, then uh, you've got, a, you've got a, a template, you've got a puzzle where you can put pieces in that makes sense. So integrate that perfect day scheduling and stick to it. Just because you slow down doesn't mean you abandon these systems. Do not abandon your perfect day scheduling. Okay? Without it, you run out of time to do things that make a difference. Having those great conversations with patients, doing a new patient interview, proper financial arrangements and other systems that are really integral in uh, giving you these great opportunities, all right? Not to mention when you have a controlled schedule, you give your patients the attention they deserve. You can't be present when you create a schedule full of distraction or when you panic because of a slow day and just start throwing things in. The uh, goal is not to fill holes, okay? That's what we do as dental professionals, you know, you guys as, as a whole, as a team, you fill holes, not in your schedule. An effective, profitable schedule, frankly, is gonna have a lot of white space. So be okay with that. Revisit objectives with all your recare patients. Okay? Again, whether you are experiencing uh, Omicron schedule or not, currently uh, you want to be revisiting objectives with all your recare patients, not just the ones that have pending treatment. It's easy to miss opportunities because we are only looking through our glasses and not the patient. Seek to understand by asking those questions I mentioned earlier. Okay, you might be surprised. So take time to do that. You may have a patient that you fully restored six months ago, or from your point of view, they have a great, great set of teeth. <laughs> Doesn't matter, okay? Your point of view is not what's most important. You want to ask patients, what do they value? How do they want uh, to, you to look at their teeth? How proactive do they want to be? How happy are they with uh, their teeth and their mouth overall? Just take time to ask those questions. Ask for referrals. You know, here's the thing, um, and I'm gonna throw that into any kind of uh, internal marketing plan or program that you may have in place. If you don't have one, uh, that's a problem, okay? Now, some of you are PPO, uh, practices, you're very 
heavily involved in, uh, you know, managed care, you have a lot of patients coming to you. So maybe it doesn't make sense right now to, uh, to do that. But if you hope to go fee for service at some point, or maybe you are on your way already, or you are completely fee for service, if you don't have a system in place for internal marketing, rewarding referrals, um, you know, reward those patients for being loyal. You spend more time, resources, and energy trying to gain new patients than you do rewarding those who are loyal to you. What, what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> Again, maybe it's somebody you've fully restored. Do you realize that that patient that you have, have helped and earned their loyalty from has a circle of influence? So are you tapping into those circles of influence or are you being afraid to self-promote? If you're afraid to self-promote, that is a horrible handicap. You gotta get over it. Okay. We have to be willing. We have to be um, bold enough to ask for referrals. Frankly, patients are honored. Patients are flattered when you want them to, to send their friends and family. So look for those opportunities. Um, so <laughs> I want you to also uh, consider a couple of things. Um, we have a system within the Brady Group that is... Uh, about giving the patients the opportunity to self-diagnose. We all too often will uh, diagnose chairside when it comes to larger cases. You know, and I, when I say larger cases, every practice is different. So what's large in your office isn't necessarily the same for your neighbor, but anything more than a couple of teeth worth of dentistry, maybe more than $2,500, $3,000. If you're presenting the fee chairside, especially on the first visit, Chances are you are overwhelming patients and you're, uh, you know, you're hearing things like, well, I'll think about it. What will my insurance cover? Let me get back to you. I'm going to check with my wife. <laughs> if you're hearing questions uh, or comments like that when you present larger cases, um, chances are it was not the patient's idea and um, they don't have any value for it. You've overwhelmed them. You've talked to them about something that they really have no level of understanding for us. So we want to involve the patient in that process. How do we do that? Ask questions, ask a lot of questions, take pictures of their teeth, share those photos with them and have a conversation. And uh, most often it's best to have that conversation during a second visit. Okay? Use that first visit as an information gathering session only. And, uh, you know, focus on what's important to them. Once you discover what their desired end result is, well, I want to keep my teeth. I don't want pain. I had a root canal a couple of years ago while traveling to Mexico, and I don't ever want to have that experience again. Fantastic. You've come to the right place. I know we can help you accomplish these things over the long haul. What do you think about sitting down with doctor one-on-one? -on -one? We won't even charge you for this second visit where the two of you can come up with a plan that's going to help you accomplish those things that are important to you. I know we'll be able to save you time in the long run and probably some money as well. Okay, so that's um, basically gives you the opportunity to, uh, instead of diagnosing chair side and blowing away patients and having a revolving door, uh, gives you the opportunity to connect, build more relationships, develop more trust. And when, when our practices that we work with do this and follow this process, Many times the patient outdiagnoses them, <laughs> believe it or not. And uh, again, it's just having the humility to slow down, 
realize that your patients know their body and their teeth and their mouth better than you do. And while they can't tell you exactly what the treatment plan is going to be, they certainly can tell you what they desire in terms of long-term benefits and results. So that's what you want to focus on. We'd be honored if you would subscribe to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries, rate our podcast, and share it with your friends. From one goddess to another, this is Amy signing off. Thank you.